What are you still doing here, old man? I'm gonna fuck you up. Hunt to my left is special guest star Clayford J. Take it a away. Woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about, please listen to our Moonraker podcast, everyone. Go check that out. Yeah. Come, come with, come with on yeah, us come, with, ride. come <laughs> with and take a listen. <laughs> a I feel like go listen to, to uh, all the, the Bond ones because I feel like we use that woman reference a lot. Uh, yeah. You know what's funny is I was listening to another podcast about Moonraker and they kept making that reference. Like I listened to it like two days ago and they were like, and I'm a woman. And I'm a man. And here's someone who's not a woman. You know, it was, oh, I was like, everybody's picked up on that. Someone that's Ah. not a woman, Mr. Show, Mr. Show's Bob Odenkirk. That's right. He's, he's Bob Odenkirk, stars in in nobody. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, one of my favorite actors of all time. He's, of course, Better Call Saul, which has just started its final season. Oh, I'm going to miss that one. Although it's been like a couple of years. But, um, yeah, it's been like two years, yeah. Yeah. But I think it was right at the start of the pandemic, I think was the last season. Yeah, because that's like, because we started, uh, Mrs. Elder and I started, uh, we picked up where we had left off somewhere halfway through season two and just binged all the way to the end of uh, the season five. It was, I don't know, it seems weird. I forgot a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of it happened. But I mean, he's such a great, Saul Goodman is one of the, Great TV characters. My dad just Indeed. said he just finished it and he's like dying to watch the rest. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm like way behind. I watched like the first season maybe. But uh, yeah. I got plenty to binge ahead of me, I guess. That's right. That's I could right. probably sync up to the end of the old season. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm one of the people that thinks it's better than Breaking Bad. I like it that much. I, I think I agree. I, I was nervous at first. I was like, there's no way. But no, it, it, I yeah. think it's better. Yeah. But here he is playing Hutch Mansell. Just starting off right after that, I thought this was going to be like a, a Michael Douglas falling down kind of deal, where he's just like this, like a hobo. But just like, you know, an ordinary guy, you know, and, and, and that's how they set it up. I don't know if anyone remembers yeah. that movie falling down. Uh, probably no one does. I do. I, I remember that. I still remember that. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, my, I, my, my buddy Kevin like dressed up like him for Halloween one year. It was awesome. <laughs> the thing about that movie is that it turned out that he really was crazy, right? I don't remember. I I saw it I in the like, theater yeah. once. 
I think that was I think it. So. And that kind of I think you took, have it right, yeah. I think that kind of took it away. I wanted him to just be an ordinary dude, like a really ordinary guy who was so mad that they wouldn't serve him breakfast at McDonald's after 10:30 or whatever. You know what I mean? When they stopped serving breakfast that he just like went house. I think you're thinking of Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. No, I <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the one. Yes. But uh anyway, so but this is how they they set this movie up um and they I love the montage actually with him like missing the trash man like repeatedly and then yeah, going sitting, like what the fuck? for the bus yeah yeah doing but, push-ups or his yeah he's doing his uh he's got his iron gym kind of thing going on there at the bus stop the iron, the iron gym iron gym and then he's got his uh which actually i like this because it does come into play later but he's got his you know metro pass that he scans every day takes the bus to work his job kind of sucks. I don't even know what it is. It's like some kind of metal it's like a metal shop or something. Yeah, where he yeah and he's like the accountant there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the bookkeeper there. Right, right. So he's got a boring job. His wife is always giving him stuff, like giving him crap. Connie Nielsen, who uh she was Wonder Woman's mom, right? In the Wonder Woman movies, I think. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm not sure, but that, that same scene. That same scene you're talking about when he's doing the lifting, like she's a successful realtor. So like he kind of right. they, they set it up so that he like feels like he's like a loser. He's got this job and his wife is like really successful and she's always like, You missed the trash again, honey. Yeah, and she's the it's her billboard that he's when he's doing his pull ups, yeah. he's like looking at or her ad or whatever. So yeah, he is set up as like the loser. And yes, she was in Wonder Woman. And Gladiator. And One Hour know. Photo, which is actually like an underrated, actually. Yeah, that was a good film. I like that movie. Yeah. So anyways, so she's she's just, you know, whatever. She's not really haranguing him. But yeah, they do set it up like that, that he's just, just this that he's just kind of, Yeah, he's like, he's living the suburban life. Like, you know, you, you, you don't get into it quite yet, but you can tell like the whole thing is like, his wife doesn't respect him. His kids hate him and don't respect him or want to hang out with him. And he's like, I'm just going to go run this off. You know, like this nervous energy that I have. Right. Then drink coffee again and fucking make breakfast for everybody. And then go into work on the bus again and then go running and then miss the trash again. <laughs> they, yeah. No, pretty it's pretty good editing there. I love that. It's a, yeah, it's a great little montage, but then one night, his house is broken into by these two masked, you know, uh, criminals. And apparently this really happened to Bob Odenkirk. Yes. And he locked the the criminals in, like, in his basement. Yeah, and he was frustrated with the law enforcement not doing more about it and came up with this idea of what he would do if he was badass. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Which he, he, he's not a badass, but he did do all these stunts like mostly by yeah you know. learned how to fight he took like classes or something for like a couple two years yeah like two years he yeah. trained for this film yeah. jesus i have a little bit of um odin background uh because uh odin, odin knowledge drop dropping a little uh, because the Bob mighty is, the mighty odin he's, he's having the all father he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's having a uh he's having moments you know in the in the last year he had a heart attack on the of the set of Better Call Saul, and that was after oh he did God. all this training and stuff. So he almost Jeez. died like last year. 
Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. he was taken to the hospital during, but everybody's like, it's not COVID. But that right, sounds, right, right. That sounds then, worse. That sounds pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he was, I, he was in the middle of like shooting a scene and then, um, but anyways, he's recovered and obviously and uh, everything's fine, but he's doing this book tour. I listened to his audiobook, uh, which kind of has like his whole comedy career. And then the last like chapter, it talks about like how this, this role came about and he was in Spielberg's The Post and like more like dramatic roles after doing Better, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Like he was kind of like, you know, being more of a serious actor. And he said he always wanted to do an action movie. He always wanted to do it and have it be not ironic and not making a taking the piss out of it. Like his whole comedy career. He like wanted to do like a legit action movie and not have it be like a comedy in any way, really. Wow. And not that this movie doesn't have funny moments, but he wanted to do this. Oh. No, this is an action. This yeah. is an action movie. And yeah. uh, so it's kind of like just something he like really was like felt passionate about doing to like prove to people that like there's another side of him that's like kind of sort of related to his Better Call Saul, but actually using like real violence. Well, apparently one there he didn't name who this actor was, but when he was training, one of his actor friends said, what are you doing that for? They have stuntmen to do all this stuff for you. You don't even have to do anything. And he he's like, no, I want to do it. And he really enjoyed doing it. But like, yeah, he didn't want to like make that person feel bad because he doesn't like that guy. But yeah, like the person, this other yeah, person was like, and, eh, you don't need to do he that. He always says that like when you, his favorite actors, well, I, I guess maybe I picked it up in the book. He said his favorite actors did their own stunts. Like we were talking about, like he, he didn't mention Tom Cruise. I'm sure he kind of hates Tom Cruise too, but uh, <laughs> just, I can kind of tell by his attitude, but like he, he really likes the authenticity it brings sort of the same sort of like philosophical thing as Tom Cruise, I guess. Like they sure. like the look of it because it looks more real. Well, yeah, because they don't have to film stuntmen doing it. Like, most of these shots, these are, like, you can tell it's him. It's the way it's shot is very specifically, you can see his face and everything. All right, but anyway, so man and woman break into his house. It happens to, he hears him. He goes downstairs. He grabs a, a golf club. Which is, we still think that he's just a schlub. Was somebody just grabbing a golf club because they felt unsafe? Yeah, did something happen to you, John? Are you are you there? Oh, no, someone just oh. brought in food for me. Sorry. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice. and a golf club. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he came to my house and gave me food and a golf club. It was weird. <laughs> it was so they they like get the drop on him and they're like, "Where's where? You know, where's your money?" He's like, "I don't really have any cash." You know, there's like a use a debit card. Yeah, he's like he's a debit card, which I I mean, who everyone uses. I never yeah. had cash. They say something about his watch, right? And they're like. It's it's worth it, you know it's not worth anything. He's like, well, it is to me. And then his son comes down and like tackles one of them, and he's about to whack the woman on the back with like a golf club, but he sees uh, like a whack a, a guy off a guy, whack off a guy. There you go. <laughs> he sees like a tattoo on her wrist or whatever. He realizes that these these are just amateurs, and he doesn't hit her. What no? What he. What he realizes is that the gun is empty. Oh, that's he right. Sees, oh, right. He sees it. Yes. The, the tattoo is like, but yeah, because he. The tattoo has, comes into play later, but yeah. yeah. But he, <laughs> he like had, and you, this doesn't actually, it's not in that scene. It's like later in the movie when he's like telling his story. Um, but yeah, he, he saw like down that, the, the way this movie was shot was really cool. Like they just showed oh, yeah. like a real, like, you know, close up of the, the gun and it was completely empty like a six right 
shoot a revolver thing. Yeah. So he was like, forget it. These aren't, it's not, it's not worth beating these people up. They don't even have bullets in their gun. They're just trying to get some money. And actually his wife comes down the stairs and kind of just says, just leave, you know, like, and they leave, they take the money and run literally. And his son is like, what the, you know, what the fuck? You didn't even hit him, you know, whatever. And and his son is mad. He won't even let him help him up. Like he's like, tries to like, yeah, he's sort of his son like sort of, yeah, the sort of like son got hits whacked. his hand away like fuck you, dad. Right. Stupid dad. <laughs> Stupid dad. And the next day, anyway, so he realized that uh, I've only seen this once, so forgive me if I skip around a little. But uh, he his his daughter, his young daughter, says, "Where's my kitty cat bracelet?" And he realizes it was in the bowl with the. Like the bowl of cash, <laughs> like five dollars that was in it. Yeah, it was like a bunch of ones and whatever. And uh, yeah, so they grab when they just stuck their hand in, they grabbed the kitty cat bracelet. So now he's like, mm. meanwhile though, yeah. So he wants to go get the kitty cat bracelet, but we're getting little clues that there's more to him than meets the eye. Yeah, yeah. He goes through some steps to find out. Like, well, I'd like to point out that after this happens, you know, first of all, the cops give him a hard time going. That was my family. You know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And the next door neighbor, who's like a total, total douche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because his his father dies and leaves him a Dodge Charger. Right. And, the guy, and, every, and everybody's like making everybody love. around him is like super alpha male, and he's mm. in everybody's making him feel like a cuck. Right. Yeah, and like his wife's looking at him nasty, and his son is like, "Fuck you, dad didn't help me." And like, the little girl is like the only one that. Well, she's bummed because she doesn't have a kitty cat bracelet. (laughs) So everybody's kind of disappointed him in a different way. It is, yeah, but this is all great, like building up to the big reveal uh, soon. But like, so what is the deal with? I want to ask. So there's like a. a, Okay, so this is where he calls RZA, Larissa. The Rizza. Rizza. You know, Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Right. The Blind Master. Is that what he was? And I didn't... He was the Blind Master in uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation that we all saw together. No, that's right. I was I was on last night. I watched a little bit of it last night. Oof. Movie's not so good. But anyway. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he like has this hidden radio in his office. And he's like, and he, they like chat. And so he's like, ah, they, the gun wasn't loaded. They weren't really. But he... It's funny. That was a funny scene, too, because he turns the radio on and jazz music is playing. But then you find out later that Rizzo was, like, practicing his, like, trumpet. It, it was him playing the music. And it's actually, like, a two-way, like, spy radio. He's talking to his yeah. brother. And so the highlight. One of the I wanted to point out that didn't you used to live in the same apartment complex as the Wu-Tang? I did. Yes, yeah. I did. When I lived in LA, the, the Wu Tang lived there as well. I never really, I think I saw them once out at the. Never saw the RZA. I never saw, I don't know. I don't know who these No, guys no, are. you know, I think about, like, I wanted to say that because when I used to listen to Around Comics, Christopher Niesman would always be like, and eh, music by the RZA. And then I remember Tom Caters just like bursting out laughing at him for that. <laughs> I feel like our favorite person from uh, another comic book podcast who pronounces all the comic book creators. Corpse. RZA Corpse. <laughs> corpse. That's right. He did say corpse a lot, didn't he? he I think of that because I just got, I have this Green Lantern t-shirt that DC sent me and I, every time I look at it, I go, 
A corpse. corpse. Uh, now I I feel like a schmuck. We'll go we'll go edit that. You out. can edit that out. No, the Rizza. The Rizza. He also sounds like a oh, someone we nice. used to know. Uh, from from uh, Edmonton, North Dakota. Yeah, because he used to have that on his the back of his license Camaro. plate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we go to see the other highlight of this movie very soon. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Oh my God, he's like ninety, right? I mean, Christopher Lloyd is yeah, he's old. pretty old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was eighty-eight when they filmed this, but I mean, he's still awesome. I love Christopher Lloyd. I have a little knowledge drop. Um, oh, you're please. Gonna like this. You're going to like this. Christopher Lloyd almost couldn't do it. I'm sorry to laugh. He <laughs> almost couldn't do it because he had IBS. So oh, he, he almost canceled, no. <laughs> canceled him from the movie, but luckily he was able to get it under control. Oh, my God. IBS. Of all the things. I'd just be like, oh, it's a stomach thing. Why would you tell people this idea? <laughs> well, he's like old, so you could probably turn the movie down and just not do it. But I guess uh, yeah, he wanted to do it enough. That's great. I mean, and terrible. I mean, it's crazy. So he gets his FBI badge. So his dad had an FBI badge and, and a gun, right? So he just yeah, yeah he kind of had like he makes uh, a one reference of those. To, to him uh, to, when he's talking to his son about needing to interview a veteran for a school for yeah. a school project he mentions that maybe you should talk to grandpa you should talk to grandpa but because well, he does say that he was a he was in the service but he said oh, i was just an auditor which right yeah we Code. find out later what that really was yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but anyway yeah so we still don't know all this stuff but he, we, we're getting little hints he goes around looking for who might have done that tattoo and he goes into this one place and the guy sees this tattoo on Bob Odenkirk's wrist, and it's a so uh, going back to our Casino Royale days here. This is it, the, the tattoo yeah. is of uh, it's like a two and a seven. It's like a bad like hand. Dead man's it's the hand worst, categorically, the worst hand you can get in poker. So it's, it's just like, and they're two different suits or whatever. So, anyways, the guy knows that that's like a service thing, and he says, Thank you for your service. And the guy just leaves. <laughs> he just like that all old guy like, is the old timer. Yeah. Like is like sees yeah he sees the little tattoo poking out and he goes oh uh, interesting that you're here. Um, thank you for your service. Um, I'll you'll go right cause, back. And cause then he first, goes the other, and he locks the other guy is up. yeah the other guy's giving him a hard time because he's like that's a fake FBI badge and you're right. you know there's a bullshit and then and then 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 the other expired, dude's... it's an expired FBI badge yeah think, and yeah. The, and the other dude sees the tattoo and he's like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and this and is like thank you for your service bye as much as Odenkirk didn't want to do like a comedy movie th there's like this is a genuinely funny part of the movie, but it has nothing to do with Bob Odenkirk being funny. The funny part is like that the old timer like locks his door with like ten like locks, and then the <laughs> right? last thing he does is like he peeks through the little window that's obviously like bulletproof or something, and then he closes that, and then you hear him like scuffling up the stairs, like getting yeah. the fuck out of there. He knows he's gonna <laughs> fuck those people up pretty bad. It's like Homer Simpson, like <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. He finds, you know, he finds out because then they're scared. So they they tell him whatever. He tracks down the people the people who robbed him, and he finds out that they're just two like fools who'd have like a small baby, and they're just stealing money because they don't have any 
other way to get money, you know, like to feed their baby. And he's kind of just like, uh, and he kind of just leaves. You know, like, I thought he'd he did like beat the guy. Yeah, like, but then when he found out there was a bit, he did smack him around a little bit. Yeah. Which is another hint that like there's more to this man, you know. Yeah, yeah. Does he, he get did. the kitty cat bracelet back here, or is that a actually well, a, uh, that's I, later I, in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah the he kitty does cat get bracelet is not there, but that's the um, that's the quote when he give me my fucking kitty. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, it's, but I don't know. I didn't quite get it because later on, it kind of just falls out, right? Like, I think he finds it under the couch. I don't know. I've only watched. He it finds it on somebody. On but somebody like, how were they connected in the movie? To the, yeah, I don't know. I didn't quite get it. Is it just like that they just? I don't know. It's very weird to me. That's one part I didn't get. But eventually, does get it back. But I don't know. Because maybe I think maybe that guy is still involved in their crew, and his crew attacks mm. the house later, and that's when he finds right. it. Right. That's okay. Yeah, there's some connection, I guess, between these two and the the house mm. later because he does end up getting it back then. Now we come up to one of my. This has got to be one of the great action fight scenes of all yeah, time. I, this, of all time. This is, this is the thing that I made me want to see the movie. Is this scene? This is incredible. Like, so he's on the bus, and there's only like three other people on the bus, and these like drunk, drugged out like Russian kids. They stop the bus and they get on it and they're all just like. Don't they get, do they hit something and then they're like? Yeah, yeah. yeah they it's like, like crash their car. Yeah. Like kind of playing like hot dog and with the drag racing with the bus or something. Where they're just drunk in the way they crash right. their car and they need to get on the bus to get to wherever the fuck they're going. So they kind of like force the bus to pull over. Yeah. And there's like a young girl. There's a guy that they chase away and there's a young girl and they're off. They're kind of like threatening her, you know, be like, hey, baby. And they're all like, you know, they're drinking like a bottle of wine, which is kind of funny, but seems like a very sort of European or whatever thing to do. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bob Odenkirk gets up and he's like, it's great because they're like, everything is working. Like the soundtrack at this point is perfect. He gets up, he walks the driver. It's this sort of like large black woman. He's sort of like just sort of very innocent he just sort of walks her off. He gets back on the bus and he unloads his gun, which he took from his dad. He takes all yeah. the bullets out and he says, I'm going to fuck you up. And they're just <laughs> laughing at him. And they're just like, oh, 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 oh. And, but like, he, meanwhile, he's like thinking, like earlier on, he was thinking, like, sometimes, like, he says, like, when God closes the window and he opens a door or whatever, and when they open the, the door of the bus. Or yeah, gonna, yeah, that's what he like, says. Please he's let like, them open uh... this door. He's it's like so God, cool. when God, uh, God, when say one God opens one door, when one another do door shuts, and he's like, "Oh God, I hope he opens that door right now." Yeah. And then they come onto the bus. It's like pretty. The whole thing is like one of the best action scenes I've seen in like a really long in the past ten yeah. years. Definitely like way up high. Yeah, it's way, way, way up, up there. It's real it's, good. It's so well done. It's so anyway. He's like one of the guys is like, oh, I'll take care of him. And like he starts punching that guy. That guy punches him. And then he's he falls and hits his head on one of the, the bars that you would like hold on to on the bus. When he, apparently Bob Odenkirk said he wanted to do that to make it like this guy is not a real action hero. You know, like bad things happen to this guy mm. too. Like he just punches and his head flies and hits the, you know, hits the bar. And it's kind of just yeah. like, he oh. gets stabbed too. 
He gets stabbed. He gets pretty fucked up in this. Yeah, he gets really he gets thrown out the window, and then he just gets up and yeah, goes back like, on. I do like the fact that he gets thrown out the window and then goes back in. Yeah, he just goes back in, and they're just like, "What?" The? And he he's really fucking these guys up too. But he's I love it. he's like I hope they like hospital food or whatever. <laughs> he just like he takes their knife. Yeah, and he says like, something like, "This girl's getting home safe tonight," or something yeah. like. In, in the, yeah, no, and she like runs out. She's like, "Thank you," and she just runs out. But he, yeah, he does a real number on these guys, and then the the big moment is so he he takes one of the bars off. He just rips it out because, and he smacks the guy right in the throat with it, and the guy's like choking to death. And he takes the girl's soda and he takes the straw out. He takes the knife that they stabbed him with. Or one of the knives. They all had knives, I guess. And he he does like a tracheotomy. Yeah, yeah. those. That's straw. like there are certain things I like can't watch and that like oh. I turn my head away. Like I I that I couldn't watch that part. That was anytime that was I've seen it, I couldn't watch it. Rachel couldn't watch it either. I had to tell her when it was over. Well, yeah, I just okay. put my hands that's up. That's how I like, feel about yeah. scenes with spiders and. I couldn't take my eyes off it. I was like, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I was like, wow. <laughs> It was incredible. So they all eventually, yeah, they do go to the hospital. But he goes to, like, he goes to see the barber, which is, that's when the RZA told them to go. And he and he also goes and gets his, like, you know, he gets fixed up a little bit. But, yeah, the barber is this guy who sort of gives you information on everything. And apparently one of the dudes that He's he like beat John up. from Naked Gun and Police Squad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's the word in the street, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that guy because he's on Krypton. He's Zod on Krypton. Colin Salmon? Is it Salmon yeah. or Salmon? I get mad. I don't know. So apparently his this guy's brother is Julian Kuzetskov or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's like a Russian mob guy. So he's going to become an actor. That's basically what they're saying. And which is exactly what happens. <laughs> the plot of this movie is very basic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not much. They, yeah, it's they, he's like, how do I find this guy? And and one of the guys had his metro card, so they. That's right. That's he right. gave the metro card. Julian gives the metro card to like his spy lady guy in the chair, and then when she right. when she looks him up on the computer, she's like, oh, I think he's here, and his dad's here, and this is what the information is and whatever and then the guy's like looking over her information and kind of processing it like okay we gotta do something and then she comes across like some like there's like, like pentagon guantanamo stuff. like really bad yeah stuff like... like like mass graves or something that this guy's like you know, all redacted files and then she she packs up all her shit crumples all of it up throws it at the guy and is like uh i found out who this guy is and uh i don't want anything to do with it you don't have to pay me bye Right, I'm out of here. Disappears. She fucking leaves and like storms <laughs> off. Like that was pretty badass too, yeah. and funny. Yeah, like you do not want to. I do not want to mess with this guy. I'm out of here. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. But anyway, yeah. So uh, uh, so they come to his house, right? Like, right, and he hides his family in the basement. He's got this like special thing, like a safe room or something. Yeah, he like takes the light switch off, and there's buttons under there, and he opens up like this safe room. He's like, "Don't come out." And, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, he gives his, his wife a passionate kiss because there's kind of like this, like, not romance. Like, they sleep in the same bed, but she, like, builds up a wall with, like, yeah, there's, like blankets a pillow between them. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and 
he like gives her a passionate kiss and like closes the door and he's like, don't call 911. This is, I guess, why I'm a little little confused about their relationship because it sounds like later in the movie that she always knew what he was. Yeah, but it seems like at the beginning they're playing it as though she doesn't. Yeah, he's kind of says something like like it used to be or something. Yeah, he makes like a comment. Yeah, it's weird. I couldn't uh, follow that exactly either, except for that I thought that maybe she doesn't really know, and t- because in the garage he, he's like, "I'm going to tell you everything, but you ju- you guys just need to get the fuck out of here right now." But like, I'm going to tell you everything. You just have to trust me for like one more day, basically. Yeah, he does say that, but yeah, weird. It's weird because later on, it almost kind of insinuates that she knew. I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. So he he kills a bunch of these guys, and this is when he gets the bracelet back, I guess. But then he does, they do tase him, and uh, they put him in the trunk, which he escapes, like, and he gets a fire extinguisher. He escapes by, like, breaking his own hand or what? Yeah, yeah. Like, locates his hand or something. That's crazy. Oh, my God. And then, so there's this guy, Pavel. So Pavel is like a, he was in like the 1980 Olympics or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of an interesting story, but he's a black Russian and like, they're like, oh, oh yeah, right. yes. they're kind of like racist against black Russians. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. No, his dad was in the 80s Olympics. It's, oh, I'm sorry. His dad. Yeah. Anyway, so Pavel, he's like listening to talk, but then he ends up like opening the trunk from inside the trunk into the car and he sprays a fire extinguisher into it <laughs> causes them to crash and Pavel dies and they all whatever so they all die but he goes back to his house and gets his wife and kids tells them to go and yeah this is when he's like you know don't worry I'll tell you everything but right now you gotta go and yeah he sends him away but this is one another one of my favorite parts <laughs> He gathers up all the guys who raided his home. They're all kind of still alive, although they're they're just <laughs> yeah. really beat up. And he like this is I don't even know how this works, but he's got like this whole little like man cave down there. But it's basically like a FBI HQ thing. He and he plays a record, which I don't even remember. It's a all the music is very. It's a wonderful world. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm sorry. Because I was reading an article and they were going to use something else. And yeah, and they used it. Sort of, and, but as soon as he puts the needle on, the thing ignites. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and he says, bones will disintegrate at 1500 degrees or something. And this, this yeah, this get way hotter do, than that. Yeah, double that. So they're not going to find you among the rubble. And then yeah. he fucking leaves. And he just leaves and his house is burning down. He takes his, na- his douchey neighbor's charger. <laughs> Oh, and Durson, <laughs> Durson, you know, remember like the fun fact from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. That that he he, he that's what he says to the robbers. He goes, oh, "Fun right. fact." So, <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then then uh he goes outside, and that here's a also actually a fun fact uh, about this movie in the trivia. It said that this is one of the few movies where a neighbor's house is burning down and the neighbors actually come out and look. I was, I was wondering about that because it did for a minute. I was like, is anyone going to be there? But they did. They do come out. Yeah, they all all the neighbors come out and they're wondering Fun what's fact. going on. I mean, like, yeah, you got to th- it's, it's great though. In this movie, it really works because it's supposed to be this quiet 
you know, neighborhood, this quiet suburb. But yeah, he just walks over, punches through the window, hot wires the car, and says, oh, zero to 60 and under, let's, you know, I'm about and to I'm about find, to the, find fuck the fuck out, like yeah. the other guy said, yeah. Classic. And he, there are so many out... trivia things in, like, in the <clears throat> trivia and IMDb or whatever, and, like, all the people that, like, they count the bullets and the cartridges and stuff, and there's, like, all these inaccuracies about whatever they said the car was, and, like, they didn't make it that year, and they never made a 4.7, mm-hmm. and I was like, you guys whatever. get a life. I was like, that <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, if you can't you just sit back and enjoy this movie for what it is? Crazy. <clears throat> Trying to enjoy the film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we actually found out, what, as he, this is, he was kind of giving a little speech to the, the guys that he was about to burn, right, of what an auditor was. Yeah. Uh, and he tells them that he was an auditor, which meant that you just went and took care of the things that were too, like you were special forces. The last was, person that in the right. three-letter agencies that anyone wants to see show up. I'm here to clean up the mess. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Anybody I, that was like too too untouchable, like you call the, the auditor, and that the was running him. gag they they mentioned. I didn't pick up on it really. No, I've seen it a couple of times. It's like he keeps explaining what an auditor is. And like what his job was before to villains that keep dying in the middle of the story. <laughs> That's true. That did happen a couple of times. He looks and they're just like dead. But the interesting thing is he, he gives this whole story about like one time he went to kill this guy and it was just a dude who had like settled down and had a family and everything. Yeah, he let him go. And he so he didn't kill him, yeah, because he's like, Oh, I kinda want that. You know, he's that like, guy... if you clean yourself up. You know, and then he went, yeah, yeah, he went to check on him. Yeah, he's like, if I come back in a year, I'm going to come back in a year. And he did. And the guy was totally like, you just living the good life, you know, with wife and kids and everything. And he's like, oh, so he decided to get out and do that. He's like, I'm not a jealous guy, life. but I was jealous. Living his of best life. <laughs> I was jealous of what he had. That's what he yeah. said. So. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was like a night. It was sort of like the Hutch origin story. Oh, it was, and I just like I haven't seen the um, but I'm, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. I haven't seen the John Wick movies, but they're kind of like associated with the production company for this movie. But I well, just like yeah. the the pacing and the story and the script. And we'll get there to the final ratings and everything. But <laughs> I mean, I I just really liked how this story revealed itself, and yeah. I've seen it a couple times and. And I haven't gotten bored any time I've seen it. Oh, it moves it moves real fast. I mean, when the yeah. people break in to the house at the beginning, it's like at the beginning. <laughs> it's only yeah, minutes. exactly. Yeah, it's only like ninety minutes or so too. It it goes really fast. Yeah, and like at this at the point that we're at here now in the story, you know, in the synopsis, this is basically working to the climax because now the Russians are like, okay, every call well, everybody uh, climax. I'll have the, he's Christopher having. Lloyd too. Right. Like there was, yeah. a, they sent a guy to assassinate. Yeah, and he shot them. Yeah. He kills him. <laughs> so, you know, that he's a badass. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like a, it's that's crazy. A family he's tradition. an IBS badass. Yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, yeah, it's that, that, that whole thing with Christopher Lloyd's funny too, because he, he, Christopher will like def- defend himself, and he's one of the guys is still alive, but he has his like hand like over the guy's mouth, and uh, the the orderly at the at the old folks' home just goes in there and thinks that he's listening to uh, his westerns. He's watching Tombstone, yeah. and it's too loud. You gotta turn it down. 
<laughs> I don't know which one is what. Yeah, he's like, oh, again with the loud, and he's like, okay. Yeah, but meanwhile, yeah. he's like, he's suffocating the guy, like right there. Yeah, and he just bed. shot the guy too. Yeah, I know. Christopher Lloyd is just great, and <laughs> so RZA and and Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <show up. laughs> oh, the other funny thing is, so like, uh, Hutch had a like a bunch of gold that he was holding oh, on yeah, to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole like, little arena. B story with his uh his father. He's he works for. That's what his job is. He's a bookkeeper for his his father in law. Yeah. His wife's dad and yeah. the, uh, his, his brother Michael Ironside, by the way. I don't know if you guys remember Michael Ironside. He was in Total Recall. Yeah. And V. Yeah, I remember him. That was him? That was him. That was Michael oh, Ironside. He, was, he looks really old. I mean, like, he looks, he's old. As, he's not as old as Christopher Lloyd, but he looks, he looks really old. But yeah, he was a big actor in the 80s. Like in my mind, the person playing him is that guy, the jump to conclusion Matt guy from uh, <laughs> <laughs> Office Space. Office Space. Yeah. Oh, he was in a lot. He was also in Starship Troopers. He was one of like the. He's always like yeah. the grizzled veteran, you know. Like even yeah. when he was young, he was like he was like the <laughs> he was still grizzled veteran. when he was yeah. young. Yeah. So anyway, he's the father-in-law. So yeah, he goes in with all the gold and he just throws it down. So I'm buying this offer. place. Yeah. And the, and the dad's like okay. like, okay. And the brother-in-law's like, hey, wait a minute. And yeah, now the brother-in-law's like another douchey, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, Alpha male. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, take care of my sister. Here's a gun for you to protect her. Yeah. Oh, right. But then Hutch like the punches right. him like in the stomach and then he, he like, but it's his brother-in-law. So he goes, just sit down, breathe, 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 breathe. Just sit down here. Just, yeah, he's like, down just here. breathe. Like, yeah. And then he's like, uh, well, what am I going to do? Because he just bought the factory or the metal place or whatever from his father-in-law. And he goes, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so awesome. I know that guy was such a dick. So anyway, yeah, they, but then they, they kind of do the like uh, Skyfall sort of uh, thing right. where like they set Skyfall up all these Home traps. Alone. Yeah. Skyfall Home Alone. Skyfall Home That's kind of like a, yeah, that's almost as like, well, in, and I would consider like a bus fight, the bus fight we had here, the bus fight that was in uh, Shang-Chi. I would consider that kind of like a train fight. But then there's right. this other trope that you would call the Skyfall Home Alone. Sky alone. Yeah. Home, home, Sky. Sky. home, fall. Home, home fall. <laughs> but there's also a scene before we get there that I, before I forget, he goes to the we'll place and he's going to give. Oh, th there's so much stuff still that happens before. I know. Yeah. <laughs> before the end. Because they come to his house. So yeah. he, he burns the, the money laundering place or whatever. Yeah. So, like, there's this thing. It's basically the Russian oh, mob's 401k, as they describe it, which is apparently a real thing. I didn't, I had never heard of this before. You should uh, enroll then. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can retire. Well, I can't now. Yeah. Do they match it? All of it. Yeah. They were good matching players. <laughs> But this guy, Julian, who's the bad guy, the brother of the guy on the, with the tracheotomy, you know, and he's like... He reminds me of Hugh Hefner. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> I love it, because he's up there, he's like singing on... He's dancing and singing on stage, and, and, and Hutch is kind of just sitting there, and he's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, hey, look, man, I just want to tell you, I burned all the money. And he's like, but you have a chance. You can leave. Like, I'll, I'll let you go. Like, if you just... This is it. Like, you know, don't bother me and I won't bother you. I just go. And the guy's like, well, can't do that. So he goes to his now, you know, the place he now owns. 
The RZA is there. Wait, I want to talk about the car chase too. Oh, sure, yes, of course. Because he's like there. he's doing shit where he's like got like the seat down, and he's is he like using like the mirror? To, I might be getting a mix up with Jack Reacher because I watched no, 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 both no, at the same time. Just use the mirror. <laughs> yeah, and he's like driving backwards and shit, and it's like awesome. Everything is, it is pretty awesome. Great. Sorry, I, I glossed yeah. over that. There is a seat, and he. It's funny too because it's another thing where he's not really an action hero because he drives down this alleyway and I think he's going to just blow them all away, but like a, a bus comes and sort of like blocks it. And he's like, he's like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, he does end up taking a lot of them out, but they follow him back and it's all a trap. It's a farce. It's a farce. Yes. With RZA. With the RZA. Whatever his name is. <laughs> but if there's the best line of the whole movie, when he shows up and Christopher Lloyd's there and he says, Oh, you brought a lot of guns. He says, well, you brought a lot of Russians. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that is the best line of the whole movie. And then, yeah, they basically home fall the, like all these guys. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's everything. It's awesome. And they like, end up like with no bullets. It's, they it's so over the top. Too. It is. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's so goofy. Uh, like to a point where I was, I was afraid they were gonna. It was starting to get a little too much for me. I was like, oh, but 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 they before it got to be the, too much, it, yeah. It, it, it was right. It did all the little traps that that they set up, which was good. It wasn't just all like, kind of like um like a top secret style like uh, you know, firefight. <laughs> you know, where it they, did he use the things the that they used in GI Joe, where that's like put the side towards the enemy? Was that this movie? Yeah, that's the yeah, big yeah. thing. At the yeah, end. That's all right. The thing, the Sorry again. One. I'm 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 mixing up my movies because I watched a bunch of these types of films all at the same time. So fun fact: yeah. this is just a little quote uh, that when Christopher Lloyd says "Das Virginia," he also said that in the movie Anastasia, 1997. Oh, call back. <laughs> So oh, the God. RZA and Christopher Lloyd team up. <laughs> I can't edit it out now. Well, you kept saying the RZA, so now yeah, you, I'm kidding. I'm into it. Who cares? I'm not a big yeah. Wu Tang fan, engaged in even though you were their neighbor. I know, I know. Yeah. They probably would be hazed me or something. The... Yeah, you were, you were, you were like made... Bob Odenkirk at the beginning of the movie. That's how That's right. they were all the mean people to you. And now, don't they regret it? You're making uh, them breakfast, sure. and they don't even give you any respect. <laughs> yeah, they won't even talk. Or to you're you. making them the no, special lasagna. I made this big there, lasagna. There was actually guy, like, a, and they're uh, dying right in it. Well, I know we're talking about the end of the movie, but there was kind of like a, a a turning point we didn't talk about where his family does start to respect him because he comes home all fucked up from from like the first night of of rallying against yes. these people and then his his son is like damn and he's like i'm proud of you son and he's like i feel great he goes he feels great that he's getting back on the horse <laughs> yeah it's kind of like well like yeah it's like it's like opening the door literally was like going back to uh, yeah and he says oh, that was a good tackle that was a good takedown he says <laughs> i'm proud of you son. Tackled the guy in the you had my back yeah that was good yeah you're right we we didn't cover that but yeah, so at the end, it's actually, it is pretty, I mean, it is a little bit, because it's three guys against like 100, and the three guys, you know, win. But they, at the end, they're out of bullets, and it's kind of like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? He's got this one Claymore mine from G.I. Joe. From G.I. Joe. That's <laughs> like, listen, 
Mrs. Elder was like, how do you know what those are? It's like, they always use those in G.I. Joe, this, enemy, <laughs> yeah. this side towards the enemy. Yeah. yeah. But wasn't he wearing yeah. it in the in the club, too, or something? Yeah, because that's how yeah. we get out of there without, yeah. all, like, 100 guys shooting him at once. And he just said, oh, you know. So, yeah, he kept it. He still got it. And he, it's like a, so only Yulian is left, Hugh Hefner. And he <laughs> says, uh, like, he pulls like a, it's like a crazy thing because he's got this like bulletproof glass like in front of him. He kind of uses it as like a shield and he's got the thing. And as soon as he gets up to Julian, Julian, sorry, whatever, he pulls the, the pin and it like just like, yeah, because you're supposed to put that side toward the enemy and that's the side that blows and it blows Julian like across the room <laughs> through the bulletproof glass. And it's just like it's just, it's a crazy visual. It's, it's I yeah, can't, yeah. I mean, and Hutch I goes know. the opposite way, but not hurt. Right, like yeah, yeah, because the it's from the, the, the force, the force, the force, force yeah. goes out. But I can't imagine Bob Odenkirk doing doing that one. But maybe I don't know. I don't know what he did and didn't do. But damn, it's insane. And like yeah, all like the broken, the shattered glass from the that he was using as a shield, like just blew into the guy's face. It's just, oh, it was it, so it, it, pretty brutally <laughs> violent, too. Like, before that, Rizzo was like, get ready to put takeoff or something, and like, shot a bunch of fucking rebar through like some people and something. With really <laughs> gorilla weapons in there. It was crazy. I know. Crazy violence. It I was, loved it. it was. Also, uh, we didn't mention that at the beginning of the movie, um, he's being, uh, interrogated by the police and he pulls out a cat from his jacket. Oh yeah, we did not say that because that was like a it, it was a weird, you know, a call ahead, I guess is what they call that, right? I don't I don't know. Yeah. I guess sure. they call it. And he, yeah, he's got a cat in his jacket. He's in police headquarters, he's handcuffed and he takes out a, a can of tuna and he feeds it to the cat and he's just and they're like, "Who the fuck are you?" and he's like, "I'm nobody." He's um <clears throat> Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's what happens at the end of the done. movie. The cops all come, and earlier on, the like the secretary of the company was like, there was a cat in the ceiling, but they didn't know what it was. Yeah, I thought it was like, was a rat. it a rat or a possum? But it was a little cat. I don't know how the cat got up there, but yeah. Was, so he like takes the cat because his daughter earlier said, "Daddy, can we get a cat. cat?" Yeah, and he was like, "I was thinking the same thing." Yeah, so he finds her this cat, and he goes and he goes into the. The cupboard, and he pulls out like a couple cans of tuna, and he tells his brother and his dad, Just "Get out of here! I'll take I'll take care of this." And they do, and they you know drive off, and yeah, and then he he's he's he is brought in for questioning, and they're who are you? And he says, "I'm nobody." But meanwhile, yeah, it's the same scene from the beginning with the the kitty and the the tuna. And then what what is it like? They get a call from the government and say the Let two of them both their right. cell phones go off and they answer right. it. And it's basically it's like, uh, you better let that guy go. Like come yeah. orders from the president or something. You know what I mean? Like you don't know where right. it's from, but you can tell it's from pretty high up. It's right. And that's that's it. So like I think we're supposed then, to believe that this is a well, franchise. Then he, well then he then he goes and looks for a house with his wife. Yeah. They, they yeah. Then he gets a call, and they're like, "Does he?" Have but he, his, dun, his dun, real dun, estate dun, dun. agent gets a call, <laughs> dun, and dun. he's like, "It's for you." Right. That's right. That's the weird thing. The real estate agent gets the call and says, "Oh, it's for you." And yeah, it's time for him to go back to work. 
I guess the there is also. Sequence. Yeah, there is another. There's one more scene. With yeah. Oh yeah. RZA and Christopher Lloyd driving wherever they're driving in like a van, and they look, and they say, "Why didn't we fly?" And they look in the back, and there's just hundreds of rifles <laughs> and guns and everything, and they're like, "Yeah, maybe that wouldn't have worked." It's kind of a weird scene, but <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, but it's, it's funny. And yeah, so I guess like I mean I think one of the things is that this is going to be there's going to be more than one of these. I'd be down for that. Sure, uh, it why was. Not? Yeah, and uh, that isn't that why Connie Nielsen <laughs> said she she signed on because she thought it was possibility of like maybe stepping into a franchise. Yeah, she's like, well, and, they killed me off in Wonder Woman, so I need to be. Yeah. I need to get some money coming in here, some you know guaranteed. I need a regular gig. And then also, it's just very, like, not not in a bad way, like in a in a great great way. It's it's easy to write the start writing the sequel for this. Like they're in that new house, and the cat is like bigger now, (laughs) (laughs) you know. And like, you know, you follow up with the other guys and and whatnot. Like this the simple storyline, I think, is just like one of its greatest strengths. Not that it didn't have some twists and turns you don't you don't see like he reveals himself over the course of the movie right well that's one thing i think the sequel would definitely not be i mean i I don't doubt that they can make a good sequel but i mean like part of the fun of this one was like the slow like oh there's something he's not nobody he's somebody so like i don't know we'll have to see i think they automatically do the um you know kind of like fill in the backstory with like something comes back to haunt him from his past. Oh, that's a good you know? one, Clay. That's a good one. That's why, I don't know, probably how they could do like the reveals of it is like reveal more of his past. Well, like we said, there's this very John Wick-esque and I wanted to point out that Derek Kolstad, the writer of this movie, also wrote uh, all the John Wick movies. So. Yeah, but everyone says the John Wick movies start getting a little too dumb after a while. I, I probably believe that. By the time you get to three, I mean, most franchises, by the time you get to three, it's pretty bad. But um, That's why uh, I start mine at four. If I do put a movie out, I go <laughs> episode four. Star Wars. four. Yeah, That's how I like start. Yeah. There you go. Number one was pretty bad of that, but I don't know. Yeah, so this is nobody. I mean, what do you do? We want to do final thoughts already? I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? We talked about it. Sure. <laughs> Who goes first? Clay, you go first. You want me to go first? Because I never go first. I don't go care. First, Darson, go. I don't. I, I be. I love this movie. This is one of the funnest movies I've seen in a long time. Oh I, hell yeah! I, I mean. I've liked some movies, you know, recently, but this is like killed. This movie killed, <laughs> literally and figuratively. It is one of my, yeah. This is one of the best movies I've watched all year. Probably the best movie I watched all year. And I know it's from a couple years ago, but I only watched it this no, year. last year. Yeah, last it came year. out last year. So okay, and it just came out on HBO Max like last month. month? Not too long. Yeah, ago. it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched it right when it came out on there, so it was recent. I've been meaning to watch it for a long, long time, and I'm glad I finally did. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. I recommend it to anybody. If you 
you have a weak stomach, maybe, maybe not. But it's so much yeah, fun. I mean, this was this is a kind of action movie that I like. When when we did Hard Target, go back and listen to our Hard Target episode. It was only a couple. You don't yeah. have to go back that far. Uh, I said like I really like action movies, and this is the this is the kind of action movie that I really like. You know, it's a good story, but it's bad teachers, good story. Yeah, well, bad teacher is good story. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good story, and it's got great action. It's not just it's not just great action because I like the character. I like you know Bob Odenkirk plays it beautifully. Yeah, I don't know. I give this one an A. I'll give it an A minus because I don't like to go all the way to the top. What? But, I don't know. Come on. There's no not even a flat A. My favorite movie of the year. Of all time. It's up there. All right. I mean, what's the difference? Minus, plus, flat. That's fine. Go ahead. Give it an A minus. Give it an A minus. It's one of the most. What? I never give A minus. I never give any movies A's. Except Ironica when I give it an Yeah, you gave Hard Target an Ironica. I gave it an Ironica. It doesn't really count. I mean, like, I'll give it. I mean, it, it, I would have given it. A no one's a changing for, your your vote. You voted. I know, yeah. but you gave me shit about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you <laughs> were raving about. It. I thought there was going to be A with five pluses in front of it. No, yeah. it'll be an A. It's an A minus. You know, maybe a little more story. I don't know. So you're like, so you're like, the only thing I didn't like about the movie was that it wasn't enough of the movie. That might be it. I mean, I gave, okay, I'll put it this way. So Casino Royale, right, got a flat A. And because that's a, that's a movie with a lot of story. I mean, like the characters are, are more, you know what I mean? There's a lot of characters and they're all spot on. This one, fun as hell. A minus. That's still respectable. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? I'll go. Uh, I will give it a. I guess I can't give it an A plus. I'll give it a flat A. Why can't you give it? Give an it a+? whatever you want. What are you doing? <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give. give... You a, I'm gonna spoiler alert. I'm giving it an A plus. Whoa! Spoiler alert. I want to change my vote, please. A plus. <laughs> <laughs> And mostly because I um I very much enjoy Mr. Show joy. and I, I enjoy We share um, your joy. I enjoy Bob Odenkirk's body of work and I just to prepare for this I bought his book and listened to it before Buy that. my book. So I um I learned a lot about him and uh and I'm riding high on the Odenkirk uh train right now and you know, God bless him. He survived his heart attack last year. Even yeah. after working out for two years straight to get ready for this movie, who knows why he had a heart attack? Was it stress-related or whatever? You know what I mean? And he obviously, like, taken care of himself in the last couple of years. Um, so God, I'm glad he's still around. I'm glad that he got a chance to do this. And, like, yes, other people wrote the movie, but it was based on his idea i think that is pretty cool and i think it did even pretty well at the box office for a 57 pandemic movie, pandemic movie yeah 57 million on a but it only million. cost 16 right yeah. it only cost 16 million to make so it's pretty good yeah and they probably would have probably would have done better if it right. had been released in the 
you know, if it, it was, was out a regular, whatever. right, right, probably would have made a hundred million or whatever. Yeah. But, but I don't think they did this like let's make a let's make a fortune on this movie. They no, just wanted no, to make I a really cool movie. They, he made he sort of makes a point. He's one of these artists that like likes to test what he does, and obviously like he wants to make money. He I guess he like signed away a lot of money, um, and like before Breaking Bad like kind of really picked up, and that he was like a big star that he is now. Like he kind of like made some bad business decisions, and this is like something he really wanted to do. He focused on it. He used the, the element of his real life in the story with the his revenge fantasy against you know home invasion and stuff you know so he gave like story idea i guess you'd say like stan lee plot or whatever and somebody else wrote the movie <laughs> you know marvel method or whatever but still it's based on an idea he had which is really cool and then he like got himself in shape and it just it's kind of inspiring as a as somebody that wants to be awesome and you know live live to be a long time not don't want to have heart attacks want to you know get myself in shape i wish i could be in as good a shape as he is in this movie you know that's like a good goal it's like inspiring that way well a plus start doing your your you know get an iron gym or just run out <laughs> yeah. to the bus stop iron gym. Uh, yeah, yeah. and i'm i'm the one that the needs to take truck. the trash out so i usually do do that yeah i would be I, mad yeah. if i missed it yeah, oh, I missed it a couple of weeks ago while the guy was right in front of my house and I called and complained and then they came back the next day. Oh, picked good. up the trash. Bam. Yeah. Mm. I was like the guy looked at me while he was driving off. Oh, what a Yeah. You should have just give you like a kissy face into the back of his truck. I couldn't because <laughs> I, I got this bum arm. Oh yeah, you got your arm. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Next, but when it's fully healed, then I'll throw it. Yeah, just throw your trash yeah. all over the neighborhood I, I yeah, that's anyway, what do you think of the movie <laughs> a plus a lot of fun it's a, a fast-paced flick you guys have said everything there is to say it's cool cars fun bad not guys, exactly accurate with the car yeah I, I, I didn't want to i didn't want to point that out and you know but it is oh, true did you know that um, no i didn't I, I mean i know dodge uh chargers but uh i, I used to know more about those cars five or six years ago, but all that information gone out of my head now. Oh, well. It's okay. drinking. Yeah, there's a lot of information that's not in my head now, so um, yeah, A+, I liked it. I don't have anything else to add. You guys have said everything that was yeah. good about it. Um, I did I did see that they are currently, you know, developing the sequel, so there you go. That's great. I mean, I'll definitely... I'll, I, I won't wait so long this time. I, you know, I'd heard so much about this movie... <laughs> And you know, yeah, it was pandemic times. Well, yeah. and like, oh, I, I think I said something to you about it in text or email, and Clay was I, like, I, "Yes, yes." I so. think it's one of those things, though, that it's it's sort of good that it people are getting around to it now that it's on HBO Max. I think more people would enjoy it now. Yeah, I think this is going to be a movie. You know, this that is has surprisingly long legs. like relevant. Mm. Rel we're releasing this. Uh, podcast and still like kind of like the relevant window <laughs> you know what I mean like because like right. maybe people have seen it or maybe they were like oh those guys watched it we maybe we should give it a, a shot you know like I definitely would highly recommend it to anyone that's like yeah. looking for a good movie to watch yeah all of us have given it some form of an A and right. so if you agree with any of us on any of our opinions you'll probably like it yeah because this all is the rare, yes. this is the rare all three A 
different levels of A, actually. Although you guys both went, Clay changed his mind and went up to plus. Well, he hadn't, um, fin he hadn't finished pressing the submit button when he changed. No, that's true. It wasn't. It was official. It counts. But yeah, that's if you're, I mean, out. if you liked Breaking Bad, and if you like, you know, and if you liked Bob Odenkirk, if you like him on Better Call Saul. I mean, he was on a season of Fargo, which is another show that I really like. Go check that out back in 2014. I don't know. Just I, I, I think, yeah, Clay, if you're going through the Bob Odenkirk uh, oeuvre, uh, he's got a lot. This guy's done. I, I, I he's been around like those a long Fargo time. Seasons. I mean, you know, I you should also get caught up on your Better Call Saul too. Well, yeah, that's definitely something that I think has to do. But I mean, this guy has been around for a long time. He's done a lot of stuff, and most of it is comedy. SNL. Yeah, he was on SNL for a long time. He's like, he's just he's done everything. All the like any kind of show, like he was, you know, he was like an episode of Doctor Cats. You know what I mean? Like he's he been was on like the, the creator office. of that Chris Farley character that everybody. Loves yeah, the about. van down by the river. Yeah. yeah. No, he was a writer, and yeah, like one—he's one of those old comedy guys in a way, like him and Conan, and and like there's like a whole group of guys that kind of came up, and David Cross, obviously, like they all kind of came up at the same time, and, and Janine and Jeff Garland, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just uh, the the title of his book's comedy, 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 drama, because it, that kind of like he doesn't even the the heart attack actually isn't in the book. That happened like after he wrote the book, um, but he's like, yeah. At the end of the book, he's like, yeah. We're spoiler warning. He's like, we're fil we're filming the last season of Better Call Saul now, um, mm -hmm. and uh, but yeah, he was just saying like he's had like all he still loves and ob obsessed with sketch comedy and like those kinds of shows because they redid Mister Show on Netflix. There's like a season, right? A few yeah, episodes on there. It's called uh, with Bob and David. But yeah, he's yep. comedy, 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 drama. Because he's also done a lot of like dramatic stuff, and now this action movie. And he was in Spielberg's The Post, and he was in Little Women, and he's just been in these right. like independent movies. He's like, kind of just flexing his like dramatic muscles since Better Call Saul, and it's working out for him. Oh, I mean, it's great because, like I said, yeah, he's been doing it. He's been around a long time. If you look at his IMDb, it's just like. It's miles long. Acting, producer, director, writing, yeah. you know, writer. I mean, it's just insane. <laughs> so he deserves you, like, you know, going to check this movie out. So I would say do it. It's on HBO Max right now. And you know, you're stealing someone's password, just like I am. So just go ahead and <laughs> just go ahead and watch it. It's not stealing if someone lets you. That's true. It's not, it's, hey, no judgment. Check it out. It's only 90-some minutes. You got done. It's a great action movie. Is that all we got? That'll do it. Okay. Very good. No more. Check us out. Leaguepodcast.com. Wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, yes, leave us reviews if they have those things on wherever you're getting your podcasts. Because not all places do, but some places do. So leave a review. And YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and then check out this media with John yeah. Hunt's work. Yeah. yeah. Are you Russian or German or? <laughs> You're a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to offend anyone, so I'll just, I'll just keep going. Offend them all. 
that's like everyone. the that's like the coverage. It's like a vague middle European accent. Yeah, <laughs> like the Bill Hader. Yeah, <laughs> which Barry Igor. just came back as well. Speaking of Bill Hader, oh yeah, one. good oh good stuff. Love love Barry. Love Barry. If you haven't checked that out. Before you check that out, check out our podcast, leaguepodcast.com. And uh, yeah, German? I will. <laughs> I will talk to you, chumps, later. Adios, assholes. <laughs> <laughs>